Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, Vic, do you think you might have ADHD? Well, listeners keep emailing me telling me that they think I do, so probably. Mind you, listeners also email us saying we talk too much about your mum's feet. So what do they know? Yeah, fair enough. I honestly had no idea about the connection between overdrinking and ADHD until we started this podcast. About 40% of people that have had any sort of drinking issues also apparently have ADHD. Whenever we chat to ex-drinkers, this comes up more than you'd believe. If you have ADHD or suspect you might or just want to learn about this link, then we would encourage you to check out the I Have ADHD podcast. It's the place where adults with ADHD find research-based information, validation and tons of support. This is the best way to feel less alone and hear some of the answers to the questions you've been sitting with for too long. You'll hear detailed descriptions of what it means to have ADHD and enjoy interviews with the foremost experts in the industry so that you don't have to read those ADHD books that are collecting dust on your shelf. Yeah. Listen to the I Have ADHD podcast and learn how ADHD affects every aspect of your life, from the boardroom to the bedroom. In the podcast, you'll also hear about their ADHD coaching program, which is called Focused. Focused is made up of three pillars, courses, coaching and community. It is designed to help you build your own self-improvement program and is perfect for the ADHD brain. And you can get $50 off the course just by using the code SOBER, S-O-B-E-R. So if you're tired of feeling stuck and don't know where to start, listen to the I Have ADHD podcast. You have to put quite a lot of energy into these events. I mean, we always say it's exhausting, don't it we? Exhausting. Even going to a sober group event where you, you come out and your face hurts from yeah. smiling so much. Yeah, but at least it it's from smiling. So, yes, your face is. doesn't hurt from frowning. No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I got all these frown lines Although after then? this podcast, my face hurts from frowning. <laughs> Looking at you for so long. You're going to say from laughing. But no, it is exhausting, these events, going out and being sober. And you've got so many things going on in your head. You've got all the mantras that you need and all the the things you have to remember and and the effort that you're taking to socialise and to stay sober. Um, So it can be good to look at that menu before so you don't have to actually choose. You go along knowing what you're going to have. Yeah. um, So you don't have to kind of do all the things that you're trying to do as well as choosing what you're going to have to eat. Yeah, it sounds really awful. It sort of takes all the all the excitement out of going out for dinner and the fun out of it looking at the menu online, but it can help. And the other one I'd like to add to this as well, which I've, um, from experience, is um, take cash. I know none of us take cash anywhere, any anywhere anymore, um, but it can really help to take some denominations of, say, tens, I've been at um, a really nice dinner with some friends and I just got to the, you know, we got to the dessert bit and I was ready to go. Yeah. But I couldn't get the bill. It was so busy and then they wouldn't split the bill. Um, And luckily my friend said, look, I'll pay for you. And I paid her back online, but it was difficult. And if you just um, add up in your head how much your food has come to and your drink, you can just pop the money down on the table 
and go. And also you don't want to pay for other people's expensive alcoholic drinks. I know it sounds like the party poop and you don't want to be that. But just to sneak up to the cash register and say to the waitress, look, can I just yeah. I haven't drunk anything. I'm just going to pay for mine before you leave. Even before the bill comes, you can do that. Because I don't want to pay for people's expensive bottles of Merlot and stuff no. like when I've drunk fizzy water all night. And I would never have expected anyone to do that for me no. when I was drinking. But once the booze is down, the, yeah, the rest of the think. people there, they don't think. They just oh, let's just split the bill. And it's actually like, oh. Yeah, and they're super generous. Yes. So when you're drinking, you're so generous, you end up paying for everyone yeah, else's. Don't care, but when yeah. you're sober, you're a, you're a tight ass. Yeah, basically. <laughs> A boring tight ass. Yeah. Um, now, I've got one here as well. Um, and again, something that was really relevant to me, which I hope might help others. But if you have struggled in the past, like I have, know what your red flags are um, and what are the things that are stopping you from going. So um, for me, I've worked out that I'll have good intentions to go. But then as the time comes nearer to going, I'll find excuses. One excuse is not enough to stop me going. Mm. But the next excuse, I'm like, okay, I... I don't think I can do this event because this has happened and that's happened. And then the third thing, which and I will find the excuse and I've got myself the excuse and I can back out. So I have to just say to myself, I'm not going to let those excuses get in my way. Um, I, I have to make sure that the venue is definitely something that I'm going to be happy with. That's a really important one for me. So they're kind of my red flags, the venue um, and trying to find those excuses not to go. Um Work out what it is that's stopping you want to go. You know, sometimes there might be someone who's going. There's someone in the group who is quite intimidating mm -hmm. and you just don't feel comfortable. It doesn't mean you don't like them, but you just don't feel comfortable with them. So sometimes focusing on what it is particularly that's causing the problem and yeah. then trying to solve a way around it. Or if you can't solve a way around it, accept that that's what it is and then turn the offer down. Yeah, and also you can look at it as a challenge. I mean... Going out with somebody who you don't like or triggers you or is annoying or talks too much or any of these things. In life, we have to socialise with people we don't like often. Mm. It's something that comes up, even if it's just because they've said something you don't like in the moment. We still have to get on with it. It's part of life. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. And I think, you know, you can look at this first sober night out as a bit of a challenge yes. that you're going to go through. And at the end of it, if you complete it, you're going to feel good and then you're going to feel better about it. It's not going to be perfect. It is going to be challenging. And you just got to try and fight your way through it. And it's a practice, isn't it? A it bit is like a meditation or yoga. The more that you get out and do it, yeah. the better. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was just one of mine. One of the things that you can do in a situation, which is our next point, which is going to help with all of those things Lucy's just talked about, is to take a sober mate. Like That's why I'm trying to drag Lucy out everywhere with me, because I do need that sober mate. <laughs> you need mate. a sober mate. Yeah, someone that can, <laughs> I can nudge and go, have you heard what this twat's saying? Or you know, Surely with your business, you've got enough sober mates. Yeah, I've got a few, but you're my favourite. <laughs> God, I nearly gagged on my drink then. <laughs> She's got her lovely tea there in her glass <laughs> casket. Is that what it's called? No, I don't know what they're called. They're really yeah, cool. Tea thing, yeah. These are really cool. We'll for anyone. We might, yeah, just, yes. I might just mention it. Our tea things. <laughs> we're not being sponsored or anything. Yes, we're not. <laughs> Nothing to do with that. But no, we've got both got these um, flasks. I got you one from Tea Two. Yes. Uh, but they're insulated flasks and they're really cool to put tea or coffee in when you're going out. Yeah. And um, so you've just got something to drink while everyone else is down in their wine yeah, or their so, yeah, beer. Yeah, so yeah, take one of those out. Mm. I mean, they're great. Yeah. Um, so but, the yes. sober mate is there to support you and give you inspiration. I was saying to Lucy that it's a really good idea, if you can, is to go out with someone who's a bit further along the line with you 
than you on this sober journey so that you can be sort of inspired by their behaviour. If they're acting like normal and not looking scared and having normal inter- interactions with their friends and even dancing and just doing things that normal people do on a night out, then it's going to really inspire you to reach that point and keep going until you can be as confident as that person. So watch and learn from them, see how they interact. It's... um. Good to have someone there to back you up if there's people hassling you as well, like, why aren't you Mm. having a drink? Oh, what's wrong with you? Go on, just have one. If there's somebody there saying, look, they're like me, this is why we're doing this, somebody who's going to be more vocal and more confident telling them about their sobriety journey, that's always going to be great. Someone to pump you up as you're getting ready, that's fantastic while you're getting ready at home, and someone to gossip with in the taxi on the way home. Yeah, talk about how pissed everyone was and how they were all making such fools of themselves. Yeah, how much better you are than everybody. Yes, how high and mighty we are with our noses in the air. And someone to um, order a pot of peppermint tea with so you don't feel like a right loser on your own. Yeah, and Um, someone to give you accolades. We talked about accolades last week someone to go yeah. look you're all right yeah you're nothing's doing really happening well. there's no need to feel anxiety you're doing really really well i'm here with you sometimes you just need that person so if you can get a sober mate to come out with you on your first sober social then we highly recommend it will you come with me vic no nah. oh <laughs> she's such a <laughs> sorry such mate a i'm busy i'm busy that night <laughs> You are horrible. But I want to watch and learn from the master. (laughs) (laughs) Look how I interact with fellow humans. I was thinking I should have, um, you should have read out the tag. You know, I gave you a scarf last week. And what did I put? Can you remember what I put on the tag? No. No, it said, it said, to my guru. Oh, yeah. With love and thanks. You poor misguided fool. (laughs) You are the master. (laughs) You, You are the person I need to learn this stuff from. I should be taking advantage. I'm so lucky God, to have you. not relapse. <laughs> oh, God. That, you know, honestly, what would happen if you relapsed? Well, oh, I would have to I'd be as absolutely well, mortified I? if you did. I'd be, I'd be absolutely... You worry about I'd, me, don't you? I do you? worry about you, you sometimes. sometimes. it worries you. I don't I do. answer the phone in I do. the morning. I do. Oh, gosh, Liz, hope Lucy's all right. He doesn't relapse. Passed out in a gutter somewhere. Right. Next Take one. time out to process emotion. When I used to go out as a drinker, I drank through any emotions I was feeling. I numbed out excitement with a cheap red and dissolved shyness into a pint of Cronenberg. So try to let emotions pass through you and not react to them. Then let them go. Um, that is really important because... That's what we learn in this sober journey. I know mm. I keep saying the word journey, which is extremely cheesy and I hate it. So you can punch me in the face, Lucy, every I time I say word. it. I don't mind the word. But think, it, is it is a journey, a journey yeah. and it is a learning process. Um, and and a feeling, Yes, a practice. A practice, a practice well. yes, a meditation <laughs> of sobriety. Um, and being nervous is normal. So let those nerves, sometimes that line between nervousness and excitement, I know, is it's a very fine line. So if you're feeling nervous, try and change that into excitement if you can. And I think for people like us who have drunk for so long, any feeling that came to us, if it was nervousness, if it was excitement, what we do, pick up a drink. Yeah. So what we've got to do is learn to be able to go out and feel those feelings, but not pick up that drink. And it really goes against everything we've been doing for many years. Yeah. And that's why it's hard, Mm. because it is totally the opposite of what you've been doing all of your life. Mm. So, of course, it's going to be hard. Take deep breaths and remember your why. Why are you doing this? Why have you chosen to not drink? 
Play the tape forward. It's our favourite saying. Always play that tape forward. Remember what would happen if you did have a drink. That first one, that second one, then you wriggling around on the dance floor like a dead fly with your knickers in the air. I mean, <laughs> it's happened to me before, Lucy. I'm sure it's happened oh, to you. Oh, God, yeah. Many times. So you don't want to get to that point. You know what the results are. You know what the hangover's like, the shame, anxiety, the guilt, all of that stuff. So wind it back and remember why you're doing this. So stand up tall as well. That's really important as well. Yeah, be proud of what you're doing. Be proud of what you're doing in that situation. You don't need to be nervous. You need to feel good. You've got this. You are going to be fine. You know, one of the great things about being sober is you know that you're not going to make a fool out of yourself. You've done it all. You've been Mm. there. You've done that. You know that you're going to wake up the next day and feel amazing without any regrets. So you've got this. Do stand up tall and realise that you're the one making a good decision here in this environment. And also to accept that it might be really boring being in a place where everybody else is drinking and they can't really string a sentence together. It's okay to feel that. You might be thinking, oh, I'm boring for thinking this is boring because I used to find this kind of thing so much fun and everybody else is enjoying themselves. It's quite normal if you're in a room of people who are drinking to be bored senseless and you don't want to listen to the shit that's coming out of their mouths. I mean, you've got to redefine boring. You've got to redefine fun. Yeah. That's our main message here. It's like, it, it isn't going to be how it used to be. It's, it's changed. Going to be different. It's going to be different. Hi there. I wanted to tell you about a podcast that I think every single one of you will benefit from. It's called Therapy Works, and it's hosted by me, Julia Samuel. I'm a best-selling author and psychotherapist. I invite you into my therapy room, where I speak to either a known or unknown guest. Topics range from the difficulties of divorce, a life-changing illness, to the struggles of motherhood. Search Therapy Works now, wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, as you probably know, my comedy memoir, A Thousand Wasted Sundays, is officially out. All my magnificent fuck-uppery in one awkward hit. If you'd like to get your hands on a copy, it's now available from all good bookstores. We always say all good bookstores, don't we? Yeah. Are, there, are there bad bookstores? No, it's probably ones with moody, moody sellers. Oh, yeah, really yeah. depressed librarian folks. Yes, yes, okay, yes, good, yes. Good. So there are probably some, but we're only storing it in the good ones. It's only made it into the goodies. <laughs> you can also get it from all good online retailers. The print version and ebook are out now, and the audio book will be available in March. I've been writing my memoir for five years. It will make you laugh, cry and cringe and hopefully inspire a few people to reconsider their relationship with booze. If you love the podcast, then I think you'll love the book. Even if I do say so myself. Hamish has read it. What did you think? I feel like I know a little bit too much about you now, to be honest, Vic. Look, I really loved it. It was hilarious and surprisingly moving, but I feel like I've seen you naked in a literary sense. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, that's worrying. Yeah. Yeah. From an emotional point of view, seriously, it wobbled my teeny weeny wooden heart, Vic. Okay. (laughs) My teeny little wooden heart. His his wooden heart is broken. Anyway, so if you do manage to get your filthy mitts on a copy, please do me a favour and head to goodreads.com and give me a review. Doing that will help me get it out there to those that need a bit of sober support. So there you have it. My story, unwanted warts and all. Come and get awkward with me. Not to be too demanding or anything, but seriously, go and buy it Yeah, now. go and buy it. Go and buy it right now. Yeah, don't just tell your friends. Buy it and then buy your friends one or two. Yeah, yeah, don't give them a copy. Yeah. Buy it, yeah. And you know what? Don't be careful where you store it. If you lose it, you can always buy another yeah, five. Yeah, buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> 